Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All righty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday morning. It is the fifth day of February 2022, the date 252022. We welcome you to the show as we uh, start another weekend of racing here Las Vegas style from the studios over the airwaves. Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. in Las Vegas. And, of course... uh, we cover the world on the internet at our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global. We got them all. And, of course, your devices, your phones, of course, your iPhone, your Android. You can get your phone app stores, the KSHP phone app, the radio station phone app, so you can hear us now. And for that matter, all of the great, uh, all of the great sports programming on the show. Don't forget, we got a Super Bowl coming up one week from tomorrow. And, uh, of course, we got the Pro Bowl here in town this weekend uh, Garth Brooks is going to be performing at the MGM. We've got the National Hockey League NHL All-Star Game. We've got a lot of stuff going on here in Las Vegas, that's for sure. So I want to make sure you keep up to it uh, with all of the action here in town through our, uh, of course, uh, phone apps and websites, etc. And, of course, wherever you get podcasting, we're there, too. So we welcome you however, wherever, whenever you get the race day show this morning. All right, we are operating... Today, without uh, any of uh, the usual stuff we have on our computers, so we're going to try to uh, make our way through the show this morning with uh, just small technical difficulties. But as far as all of the uh, streaming that's going on, as far as the websites and the the phone apps and the podcasting, we're there as well. Everything is fine here in the station. We're just having some real computer problems. So we will be bypassing the menu for today, but other than that, we'll be be, uh, kind of... uh, cowboying through this uh, particular show this morning. Uh, As far as the weather here is in Las Vegas, looking out the uh, studio window, uh, 37 degrees right now. It's 37 here in Las Vegas. We're going to get up to 63 degrees today, though. That's nice for the fifth day of February. Your date, of course, 252022. Great. Great day, uh, really, for this time of the year. 63, sun shining, sky blue, ground dry, no wind. That's good. Tomorrow, although the uh, you know the uh, Pro Bowl is of course at the Allegiant Stadium, which is uh, an indoor stadium, but it's going to be 68 degrees tomorrow here in Las Vegas. So we got great weather. Now the weather across the country. Here's the deal: all of that, those terrible storms and ice and rain and snow and all that stuff that went through the country is all cleared out by now. Uh, really, the only uh, you know, snow that we still have is in uh, Wisconsin and uh, Minnesota up there and way up in the uh, northeast, way above Maine into Canada. But all that, uh, all that system has gone through. Everything else is pretty clear. But what happens is, of course, there's still aftermath after those storms because you have a lot of ice still out there because of the frigid temperatures. You have ice there. The snow, uh, some of the snow has turned to ice. And, of course, with uh, the weight of the ice and the snow and a lot of uh, power lines, uh, some people around the country are without power. So we want to we want to uh, keep them in our thoughts as well. But uh, as far as the uh, the storms is concerned, they're all gone. The aftermath now we'll have to deal with on the East Coast. But as far as uh, racing in Florida and Southern California, uh, clear as a bell. It's going to be fine there. And of course, uh, you know that. Uh, 
we have uh, several nice uh, stakes races going on uh, today around the country, and, and certainly uh, one of the uh, uh, stakes, uh, big day of stakes racing is at uh, Delta Downs today. The Louisiana Bread Premier Night, or uh, really Day of Racing, the Louisiana Bread Premier uh, day of racing is on. All the Louisiana bread uh, premier uh, races uh, for Louisiana breads are on. And, you know, they've got all the different divisions and, of course, the starter handicaps and everything. So Delta Downs is loaded today uh, with all of their racing there uh, for the Louisiana breads and their premier stakes day, that's for sure, there. Gulfstream Park will be hosting the Swale Stakes at seven furlongs for three-year-olds. Now, this is for three-year-olds at seven furlongs. Now, you know, when you get to, to three-year-olds, at this time of the year, you're always thinking about the Derby, right? I mean, after all, what are we, uh, 91 days away from uh, the Derby? So, uh, you know, you could you could see where people are starting to think about the three-year-olds no matter what stakes race they're in. But at this time of the year, the seven furlong swale is kind of like a catch-up race for any horses that and owners who uh, think they may have uh, a, a trying to get to the Kentucky Derby. In addition uh, to the uh, Swale Stakes today at Gulfstream, you got the Kitten's Joy, a grade three on the turf. you got the Forward Gal uh, for three-year-old, uh, 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 the Forward Gal at seven furlongs on the dirt, the Swedish Chant on the uh, turf uh, for uh, a grade three there, and, of course, the Holy Bull today. Now, that's the one that uh, yields uh, Kentucky Derby points. you got ten points up for grabs in the Holy Bull Stakes today. Milan 16th on the dirt for 250 grand. That grade three is a race that everybody's looking at. It's part of the uh, Florida Derby series on the way to the Kentucky Derbies. Now, Santa Anita today will host the Thunder Road, a grade three. That'll be the uh, first race on the card. The Santa Monica at seven furlongs on the dirt for the uh, the uh, Phillies and Mares there. The Song Pasquale, a grade two. Uh, these are for the horses kind of in the handicap division. And, uh, of course, on Sunday, uh, the Robert B. Lewis will be part of uh, two stakes races at Sandy, the Las Virginias, uh, the other one. But the Robert B. Lewis will also hold 10 points for the uh, Kentucky Derby leaderboard, that's for sure. Uh, today at uh, Tampa Bay, you'll have the Endeavor and the Tampa Bay Stakes. And, of course, uh, Aqueduct will have the Toboggan and the Withers, which is also a race. Uh, that for three-year-olds, uh, the Withers Stakes at a mile and one-eighth on the dirt there. So we got a lot of action going on as far as uh, the three-year-olds are concerned, etc. And uh, all I can tell you is that um, a big day of racing yesterday as far as the payoffs were concerned. Gulfstream Park's pick-six jackpot, uh, the 20-cent pick-six jackpot payoff was $12,134. But the big, big uh Price the big payoff of the day at Gulfstream was the pick five in that pick six sequence. That fifty cent pick five paid sixty six thousand ninety two dollars, and the pick four in that sequence for fifty cents paid ten thousand ninety two dollars. Now, of course, uh, we will have uh, carryovers as well. And like I said, we're going to bypass the menu today. Uh, full well telling you that uh, alphabetically aqueduct will be running charlestown you have delta downs in the fairgrounds golden gate gulfstream park laurel park has been canceled today they have canceled laurel park today because of the frigid cold weather no racing today at laurel and of course oakland park canceled their entire weekend a couple of days ago so oakland park will not be on the menu either so you have laurel and oakland canceled today as far as racing is concerned uh, as far as racing is concerned around the country. Sam Houston Park will be running, of course, Santa Anita, Sunland Park, Tampa Bay, Turfway Park, and, of course, Los Alamitos Quarter Horse Racing tonight. So that's uh, kind of your thumbnail menu for today as we uh, take it uh, off of the uh, uh, other um, information sources that we have and not our usual information source. Okay, Hot Rod Charlie did it. He ran the locals off their feet at Maydan Racecourse uh, yesterday morning uh, and set himself up nicely for the uh, seven-week, uh, you know, uh, period between that and the Dubai World Cup. The, the Dubai World Cup, seven weeks uh, from uh, today. And uh, the Dubai World Cup, uh, Hot Rod Charlie is right on the screws for that race, Doug O'Neill. Saddled a couple of winners uh, at Maydan. Had a couple more winners at Santa Anita yesterday as well. So Doug O'Neill had an international good day uh, of racing yesterday. Uh, But uh, Hot Rod Charlie battled uh, 
battled for the lead and then uh, pulled away and, and won the race. We'll get more about that from uh, John Lendo a little bit later on. But Hot Rod Charlie's right on the screws for his uh, big event there. I want to congratulate uh, track announcer John Dooley, who's calling the races right now at the fairgrounds. He's going to be uh, the new announcer at Indiana Grand when they open. And so, uh, John Dooley, I-, I like the way he calls races, uh, by the way. So uh, that's good news for uh, Indiana Downs, uh, that's for sure. All right, we're going to go to our first break and try to regroup here and come back and give you some more on the show today, of course. We have Jonathan Hardoon's selections. Rich Engelby along with us, John Lindo and Jerry J. You got your twin queue yet to come. So outside of just not having uh, our usual menu, we're going to be okay. So don't go away. We'll be right back on your Saturday Race Day Las Vegas show. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty again want to remind you of the cancellations for today as we have them oaklawn park and laurel park they will not be going today but uh, all the rest of the racetrack set to go around the country I uh, want to remind everybody that Aqueduct has a uh, pick six uh, carryover, a two-day carryover, and a $98,633 uh, for uh, the uh, Withers Day. And uh, the track is expected to be wet. As uh, But uh, Jonathan Ardoon said it's nice, but it's uh, kind of like freezing weather out there. <laughs> so we will uh, we'll wait and see how it uh, plays out at Aqueduct. Now, I'm going to give you the carryovers for today around the country. And I'll give them to you as uh, in in order of um, the amount, the highest amount first. So today at Santa Anita, the pick six jackpot, the highest in the country right now, the jackpot carryover, $352,408. Then you have Gulfstream Park, their rainbow pick six carryover for their big racing day is $108,428. Now, you know... On occasion, until they get uh, the carryover, uh, you know, right around 500000 they add money to it for a single ticket winner. So the real cash in the jackpot carryover right now, $108,428. But we expect that uh, for a single winning ticket, should it happen today, to pay more than that. They have a guarantee on that at uh, Gulfstream today. Um, Turf Paradise. Uh, is not running today. So Aqueduct's a pick six carryover. Now, this is a regular carryover. This is not a jackpot. Pick six carryover at Aqueduct, $98,633, $98,633. Charlestown's pick six jackpot today, $70,506. Golden Gate, uh, their carryover and their pick six jackpot, $53,354. Turfway Park's pick six jackpot carryover, $46,303. dollars 
Mahoning Valley Racecourse Pick 6 Jackpot Carryover, 12425 You also have um, a Pick 6 Jackpot Carryover at Tampa Bay of $4,412. And uh, as far as other uh, other carryovers, a Super High 5 at Gulfstream, they left money on the table there. $7,600 for a Super High 5 carryover today at Gulfstream. Uh and Pan National has a super high five carryover of $3,680. And Gulf Golden Gate has a super high five carryover of $3,428. So those are your carryovers today across the country. And as I say, uh, the only thing we are having difficulty with as far as our um, tech- technical stuff here is our racing menu for today. So with that, we will take another break. When we come back, we'll have your twin queue for you. And, of course, we'll have all our handicappers and their selections as well as we maneuver through this Saturday Race Day Las Vegas radio program. So don't go away. The boys are coming up. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. Time to get you your uh, your twin Q for today. Give it the results. Uh, the twin Q yesterday. The twin Q yesterday for seventeen winners paid two hundred ninety four dollars and ten cents. Seventeen winners in the twin Q yesterday two hundred ninety four dollars and ten cents. Of course, we don't uh, have our usual recap uh, results as well. So we're we're working under like. Uh, three of the four legs today in the technically here in the studio but yesterday the twin queue was hit for five thousand dollars and each ticket each one of the 17 tickets got 294 dollars and 10 cents now the twin queue today the twin queue today it's uh, it will be all at santa anita today and it will be for ten thousand dollars ten grand is the twin queue today two races at santa anita they are the seventh race at santa anita and that seventh race, of course, is a uh, six-and-a-half furlong race on the turf course. Uh, ten are entered with one also eligible. And right now we don't have any scratches. So the seventh race at six-and-a-half furlongs on the turf is the first half of the Twin queue. The second half of the Twin queue will be the ninth race on the card. This is also six-and-a-half furlongs on the turf course with a full field there as well. But you've got to scratch uh, number eight, Telemark. Number eight, Telemark, an early scratch out of that race, but it's an overflow field, so you get plenty in both races. Both races, six and a half furlongs on the turf. The seventh and ninth races today at Santa Anita are your twin Q races, your twin Q races today at Station Casinos for $10,000. Post time right around 3.38. Got a post time right around 3.38. Let's see. Good morning. Hello? You started playing the Twin Q music early today. <laughs> well, we're having some difficulties on the show. I guess you didn't hear at the top of the show. We are having some technical difficulties, so we're trying to move around uh, some of the things that we normally do that we can't do today, oh, okay. and, and that is exactly why. Richie? Oh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's always 
It's always great to talk with you and uh, the listeners out there, Al. Always. Well, uh, Rich, you know, we've got, uh, you know, a couple of race, races, that's for sure, uh, today as, as far as uh, implications for the uh, Kentucky Derby, Gulfstream, and, and uh, of course, at uh, Santa Anita. We've got another one. Uh, I should say uh, the Santa Anita one comes tomorrow in the Bob Lewis. Today we've got the Withers and the uh, Holy Bull the Withers at uh, Aqueduct and the Holy Bull at uh, Gulfstream, and uh, you know the usual uh, the usual uh, culprits are there. Yeah, I, I did take a look at both, and uh, actually uh, uh, made a selection for both. As far as the top pick, uh, I'd be more than happy to share. And knock on wood, we can get them there. We can get them there. But uh, I, I did look at both races. It, it's I know it's early. The points aren't that big, but uh, this still sets horses up for when the. Uh, points become 50 to win and 100 to win. That's when, that's when you can really get the gravy off and uh, get yourself into the Kentucky Derby uh, 20 well, stall starting gate. Well, let's get to the uh, Withers first at Aqueduct. Yesterday, Aqueduct was a miserable racetrack. I don't know what uh, the exact conditions will be today, but Jonathan Hardoon said it's clear, but now all of that wet is turned to uh, ice, so to speak. So, uh, But I imagine they'll have – it's an all-weather track there, and they'll have that track as uh, – sometimes it's even better in uh, the off-weather uh, than it is uh, when it's uh, nice out there. Well, I know we've worked at racetracks where uh, if you have a, a, a sequence of frigid temperatures, the, the base kind of freezes up and actually gets real solid underneath. It actually helps speed yeah. if that's the case. The only thing you got to watch out for is when the base starts to thaw a little bit, then you got to be careful. But uh, it, 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 it could aid speed. I'm, I'm not saying it will. Have, we have to watch the races carefully. But it's uh, potential for that anyway. Uh, well, uh, how do you see the withers today then? It's, uh, it's a mile and one-eighth. And, of course, the Aqueduct Racetrack is a mile and one-eighth in circumference. I want everybody to understand that. It's on the dirt. So there will be two turns involved in this race. And it's a, it's a full field of 11. And uh, you've got uh, a gunrunner offspring, early voting as the 3-to-1 favorite with Jose Ortiz riding for Chad Brown in this race. So uh, how do you see this thing? Well, you know, my first thought when I went through the field and saw the favorite being uh, a Chad Brown horse, Court making his second start. Um, if, if, if I could make a, in my humble opinion, an editorial comment, yeah. uh, I'm under the impression Chad would not leave his A team for the Kentucky Derby up at Aqueduct. So, uh, if, if I could make that assumption, yeah. then maybe I, I'm trying. I would try to beat this horse because uh, if, if I'm correct, then I'm putting this lumping this horse in maybe the second tier of his. Nice three-year-olds. And, of course, Chad Brown is one of those trainers. I'd love to have any of his three-year-olds <laughs> at any point because he's got great owners. But mm-hmm. uh, this may not be among his best three-year-olds. So if I was trying to beat him, uh, a horse that I kind of came up with, because I know this is a smaller trainer, uh-huh. but uh, he's got a nice animal, bringing him along slowly but nicely, is the frail horse, the one constitution lawyer. Just broke his maiden last time out on a muddy track at uh, <clears throat> Aqueduct, but uh, Ray Handel is a good trainer. He's having yeah. an outstanding meet, and uh, he's a good young trainer that, that's growing his stock, Ralph, and he's one of those guys, if you can buy stock in a trainer, uh, he might be worth buying at this point. But uh, this is a horse that uh, should uh, like the inside post, two turns. We'll save all the ground, and we've got Jose Lascano for the ride. So that's who uh, I would give a shot to in the Withers Ralph, the one constitutional layer. And at a mile and one-eighth circumference racetrack, and, of course, uh, taking those two turns, the one Constitution lawyer is certainly going to get a good position on the inside, that's for sure. He's at 7-2 to two on the morning line, so you like the one Constitution lawyer with Jose Lascano for Ray Handel as uh, the winner of the Withers Stakes uh, today at Aqueduct. What about the Holy Bull? Yep, let me uh, flip my pages in the racing form to try to find it. Well, I'll, race, and while, uh, while you do that, I'll remind everybody that the Holy Bull is a mile and 16th at Gulfstream, go. and uh, that means that uh, they'll be going into that first turn real early in the co- uh, configuration of the Gulfstream Park racetrack. That is correct, Ralph. Historically, a mile and a 16th at Gulfstream Park is really difficult for the outside post because that turn comes so quick that the horses on the outside post just have extra ground to cover and, uh, I mean, you can obviously still wear from out there, yeah. but it just makes things a little more difficult. Um, as far as the horse, uh, 
this I didn't show much imagination, Ralph. I thought the the two Mo Donegal, who's the morning line favorite at five to two, really showed me something in the Remsen and the fact that uh, if you take a look at the internal fractions of the race, uh, they went a half mile, Ralph, in fifty one and two, one sixteen and one, and this horse was still able to come from off the pace and run down the leader who had everything in his own way. And you know, when we show that kind of ability where you can rally and overcome a slow pace. Uh, today, the pace should be an awful lot quicker. I mean, they should probably run at least a, you know, a 48 half. This horse may be a little further behind than normal, but you've got Ired Ortiz Jr. piloting. Um, I like Mo Donegal. I think this horse has an outstanding uh, future, uh, and uh, we'll see a faster pace today to actually close into. And the usual, Todd Pletcher with uh, his uh, stack of uh, nice, uh, promising three-year-olds. This is one of them, Mo Donegal, by the sire Uncle Mo. So you know this horse has got um, uh, a high price tag on him, that's for sure. Mo Donegal, Irad's riding for uh, Todd Pletcher, 5-2 to two morning line favorite. You talk about the outside post, Giant Game, who is uh, installed as the second uh, choice at 7-2. to two. Breaks from post nine, the son of Giants Causeway, Luis Saez for Dale Romans. And although this horse, uh, yeah, you know, has every chance, uh, you know, has the credentials to be, uh, you know, the winner of the race, he's going to have to overcome that outside post. Yeah, Luis Saez is going to have to make a, a, a decision. And, you know, I know uh, last week we talked about how sometimes jockeys say uh, we're going to play the we're going to play the break and see what happens. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, either you leave or you don't leave. I think I used that example with Life is Good, where uh, he played the break and he didn't see uh, Nick's going to the inside, so he went. But uh, if Louis Saez plays the break, either he tries to go and, and finds himself he can get decent position, like sitting second, third, fourth on the outside, or, you know, he might actually take back and then cut to the inside and save ground and try to do what he can uh, from the top of the stretch. So uh, we'll, we'll see what Luis Saez does from the break on this, but he, he somehow has to try to get t- toward the inside and save some ground. Yeah, there's going to be a little chess game going on early in this race with the Giants, uh, giant game on the outside, and uh, even Tyler Gaffleon with White uh, Abario, uh, which is a horse. You're going to love this. You know who the sire of White Abario is? Well, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the racing form, so yeah. I, I do have the answer. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> the answer, the answer, and desire for White Abario is race day. Race day. race day, race day. That's right. <laughs> That's the sire there, uh, and it's a spendthrift farm uh, breeding. So uh, you know, uh, the horse has got to have a little something to be a spendthrift. That's for sure. But in any case, you like uh, the uh, two horse, the favorite, Mo Donegal. In the Holy Bull. Okay, now let's get back to, uh, you know, Santa Anita and, and uh, your sheet, which is available right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Just go to RacedayLasVegas.com, hit the uh, Richie's icon, and you get his selections for Santa Anita today with a first post time of 1230. And uh, the uh, first of the three stakes races today, the Thunder Road Stakes, is the very first race on the card there. So where are we going, uh, Rich? Yeah, I was going to say yesterday, I'm, I'm sure uh, you'll comment on it with uh, both uh, Jerry and John, but yesterday the results were extremely close to the vest. Uh, oh, man. A lot of chalk. Yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah. chalker near favorites. Yeah, I know. Uh, so when I was betting the races, Rob, I kind of felt like I had a Salvation Army kettle, and I was just trying to make nickels and dimes. Just <laughs> trying to That's right. Try, just, just try to eke out some uh, some winners, that's for sure, Rich. Nice job. In any case, in any case, uh, let's roll on to today. Race seven, Ralph, is six and a half furlongs. Knock on wood. Uh, for me, this is there has to be down the hillside turf course because of the way the, the course plays and uh, the way the post positions are. But but a horse I actually used last time out, I believe, on the radio show, and I was really disappointed with the ride, was the number five, Colthard, with Flavion Pratt. If, if you have your racing form in yeah. front, you just take a look at the running line. This horse, for whatever reason, Pratt decided to go straight to the lead. And look at the fractions that he set with this horse, the 21 and change, 43 and 4. And this horse uh, ultimately got cooked and gave up the lead in the deep stretch. This would have been this would have been a race day winner for us, Ralph. But uh, I, I was just really disappointed with the ride Pratt gave. But I think if he rides this horse the way um, he's better suited, which means to kind of sit a trip and then come rallying late. I think seven to two is a square price on this horse because this horse to me was the best horse last time out. Twenty-five win place, two for the ROI, number five Colthard, uh, in race number 
seven at Santa Anita. Yes, the seventh race at Santa Anita. Now, this, you say, six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course, correct? Yeah, I prefer the hillside turf course. If it's right. flat, uh, I probably won't like it as much. All right, now, uh, on the racing form, do they now denote for the the uh, readers uh, the races that are scheduled down the hillside or on the flat? And if they are, tell everybody the uh, where they can find that uh, emblem, that symbol. Yeah, what the racing form has done is to, if it's down the hill, the hillside turf course, they put an asterisk next to the uh, distance. And if you take a look at, again at the racing form for uh-huh. this horse, you'll see you'll see that asterisk next to the six and a half furlong. So this race was down the hill last time out. All right. So uh, for those of those folks now with the two different configurations uh, at the Santa Anita racetrack, one is on the flat six and a half and six furlongs, and of course uh, the downhill one is six and a half. Um, the most unique run I think in all of uh, racing on uh, the northern continent is that six and a half furlong down the hill. I know that they. Uh, stopped using it for a while because of all the uh, the uh, you know accidents and deaths they had there, uh, but they're uh, back working with it now. And by the way, the safety record there in Southern California has really improved over the last couple of years. Uh, no matter how they got there, they got there. And so uh, to denote the two different courses, you now find in the daily racing form the asterisk next to the. Uh, distance of the race will be uh, denoting down the hill and that's what it is here and you like number five coltart flavian pratt riding for phil d'amato the five in the seventh race is your selection they can get the rest right now at the race day las vegas.com website all right rich thanks a lot for chewing the fat and giving us some horses uh, other than uh, the uh, horse uh, your pick at santa anita and i want to remind everybody they can get your entire santa anita sheet and a simulcast horse Right there at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Just go to RacedayLasVegas.com and hit Richie's icon. You be there. All right. I'm going to come back with Jonathan Hardoon's picks and Jerry and John right after this. Don't go away. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks. Good one. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Let me give you uh, Jonathan Hardoon's picks here real quick, folks. Uh, Jonathan Hardoon, of course, uh, Texas picks on the weekends. Uh, and so here it is. Uh, we're going to go to Aqueduct. All right, Jonathan Hardoon's play at Aqueduct comes in the seventh race. Number six, Dust Devil. Number six, Dust Devil. In the seventh race at Aqueduct today is Jonathan Hardoon's selection. The sixth in the seventh race. Then we'll roll over to Santa Anita. And at Santa Anita today, in the ninth race, the ni- in this part of the uh, Twin Q, by the way, in the ninth race at Santa Anita, one of those six-and-a-half furlong turf races, in the ninth race at Santa Anita, I'm sorry, I take that back. It's the seventh race. The seventh race is going to be number nine. That's, that's why uh, we got a little confused. Okay. The seventh race, six-and-a-half furlongs down the hillside turf course, and, of course, in that seventh race, Richie already gave us the five-horse. So Jonathan, in that same race, comes with number nine, Fantastic. Number nine, Fantastic. 
Four to one on the morning line, Peter Erton training, John Velasquez will ride. The nine, fantastic. In the seventh race is Jonathan's play at Santa Anita. So Jonathan and Richie together give me another Sirocco play. In that seventh race at Santa Anita, the Sirocco play will be an exact box of the five, nine. Five, nine, nine, five. Richie likes the five. Jonathan likes the nine. And those are Jonathan's selections. Of course, you can go to this website and get the full sheet selections for Aqueduct, for Gulfstream, and for Santa Anita today. All right, let's uh, let's bring in uh, John Lindo. And, John, good morning. Hey, Ralph, how you doing? Good, man. I, I feel you're on location, right? You're... Yeah, we're actually going to broadcast out of the satellite wagering facility out at uh, Fairplex Park today, Bob Ike and I. So we'll be on at the top of the hour at uh, thoroughbredla.com when you're done listening to your show. And uh, they are having a, a function there today at the uh, fairgrounds? No, no, no. Just that uh, they've re-renovated this place and reopened it and, and uh, just uh, getting a feel for it ourselves. It, it's really turned out nice and it's, you know, it's modernized and you know, uh, it's harder now to get people out to the, the, the race and sports books, but uh, this is a great option for the people out here in Southern California in the Inland Empire. You know, my, my thought in the changing of uh, the competition with the sports uh, now uh, the way it is, and certainly with the, the technology with TV and phone apps and all that, and the spread of sports gambling as well, I do believe that the racetracks and the new racetracks and the new uh, satellite facilities ought to be concentrating on creature comfort rather than volume, you know, rather than the uh, the size of the place and the, for the attendance. I think the creature comfort is the one that will uh, bring people back because if you're going to uh, leave the confines of your home or whatever with the technology you have and you're going to go out, you better make it out to a nice, comfortable place that you want to be and have uh, good food and dining and all that stuff there. So you don't have to worry about uh, being a large facility, but it's, I think it's got to be really creature comfort. And I'm talking about even the racetracks and, of course, the satellite facilities. Uh, I think that'll, oh, sure, win, sure. I think that'll win people back, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You've got to be up to date with the technology and what, what's available. And, you know, you want to make that the, so they want to get out there with their friends and, and uh, enjoy the social part of it again. Absolutely. I mean, that's the one thing you miss. Uh, I know that we got uh, the social, you know, the, all the texting and the, and the uh, tweeting and all that. But that's not social the way we know social to be. And by the way, uh, you know, you, you sit there and you share ideas when you're handicapping races with a guy as well. So uh, get them back to the facility. And I guess the one that they uh, reopened there is a really a nice place. It's, it's terrific. Uh, they've done a great job out here. And, uh, again, it, it's, a, it's a good option for the horse players. And if you know Southern California, that 210 freeway going oh. in from the Inland Empire to Santa Anita can get a little nasty. So oh, yeah. this gives some of the players out here a pretty good option. Yeah, and the Inland Empire, of course, is east of uh, Santa Anita and, of course, uh, downtown Los Angeles and everything else. And you get down to, um, near Santa Anita and you start bottling up real bad. So, yeah, that uh, opens up that entire area there for an alternate place for them to go and play and enjoy and, and have a little uh, camaraderie, that's for sure. So you'll be broadcasting out of there at the top of the hour. Absolutely. We'll be out here and uh, looking forward to it. We'll, we'll be playing the races from here today. I'm, they've got open windows, Ralph, so I'm good to go. <laughs> open windows. It's, hey, listen, I know you got a phone app too, pal, so you can, you'll be, you can bet the races while you're stuck in traffic, that's for sure. Uh, you know, we're going to take a look, of course, at uh, the Santa Anita race today. But do you have a thought about the Holy Bull or the Withers today, you know, the races for the three-year-olds? Well, looking at the Holy Bull, Ralph, you, you obviously have uh, Mo Donegal, who's who's going to be the, the, the favorite in the race and the one to beat. You have Giant Kane coming off a third in, in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. But looking at the race, there isn't a ton of early speed, and I think that plays to the hands of number four, Simplification comes off a good win in the mile, the Mucho Macho Man, uh-huh. you got to make the lead in there. And it's just a matter of, you know, speed is always good at Gulfstream Park, especially going into that first turn so quick. I give him a little bit of the the look here, number four, simplification in the, uh, the Holy Bull. Uh, and that, of course, Javier Castellano will be riding for Antonio Sano. So in the uh, Holy Bull, you like the four, simplification. And I'll put that down as a thought uh, for you, uh, number four in the Holy Bull. What about the Withers? Did you take a look at that at all? 
You know, I, I looked at it just a little bit. I didn't know what the track conditions were going to be like. It's going to be muddy there today. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't get past the favorite, number nine, uh, early voting. The fact that Jose, Jose Ortiz flies up from Florida with five greatest stakes of Florida, he flies up to ride the Chad Brown horse at Aqueduct. That tells me that that horse is very, very live today. And, uh, of course, he's a son of gun runner. So you think uh, I'm pretty sure he'll like, uh, you know, whatever type of track they have out there. That's for sure. The nine early voting at Aqueduct. Now we get back to Santa Anita. Got uh, three really nice kind of uh, stakes races today at Santa Anita. And, of course, uh, they start off uh, the first race there uh, with uh, the first of the three stakes races, the uh, Thunder Road. Yeah, and uh, subconscious, the one horse is the uh, the favorite 8-5 to five on the morning line. He's going to be awful tough to beat. Uh, he was a little bit flat in the Hollywood Derby at Del Mar last time. He's been freshened up since then. I think he loves the Santa Anita turf course. One mile is perfect for him. And in a race without a lot of early speed, he ought to be able to control the race. And uh, subconscious to me would be a single in the early pick five. And, of course, uh, you know, we'll have the uh, Robert uh, Lewis tomorrow, but uh, we have a couple of more nice stakes races today. The Santa Monica, the grade two Santa Monica, goes as the sixth at uh, seven furlongs. A short field of five, and uh, Mr. Baffert uh, does not have uh, the morning line favor. That goes to uh, Mike McCarthy with uh, CC at three to five on the morning line. Right. Bob Baffert's got the horse surrounded, though. He's got Calypso on the rail, yep. then you have CC, and right outside of him, you have Merneath. And I tell you, you know, CC's coming off the Brutus Cup Billion Mare sprint win. Yeah. But uh, is this really her ultimate goal coming off the layoff in the Santa Monica, Santa Monica today? If she needs the race, you know, Merneath had her prep race uh, in the Calucan Queen. I thought she needed it. She's come back to train really well out of that race. and. Uh-huh. She's got a little tactical speed from the outside of those two other main contenders. I think she can work out a good trip. CC the one to beat, but Mernith, if she drifts out at all in the wagering, she might be uh, the value of the race. Got to tell you, uh, Calypso's win, her last win was a solid win as well, but she draws the rail at seven furlongs. John Velasquez is, uh, you know, Baffert's go-to guy now, so maybe uh, Calypso has a long look too. Oh, sure. She won the great one, La Brea, on yeah. opening day. now, But that was against three-year-olds only. Now she runs against older horses for the first time. So a little bit different game. And being down on the inside, uh, Johnny Velasquez is going to have to make some decisions. Will he go early? Will he have to drop behind the other two main contenders? You know, he, he's, he's the one with the least options of the three major contenders. John, yesterday you tweeted out that the fifth race at San Anita marked the first time this year in Southern California that three-year-olds uh, ran uh, facing older horses. Is uh, is that a sign of the times? Well, it's you know, the three-year-olds used to start taking on older horses maybe late March or April. And to do it this early in the year is a sign that, uh, again, it it's, has to do to me with horse population. You can't make the races go for three-year-olds only. Uh-huh. You've got to get these horses to the races. Well, the other options run against them against older horses. Uh, this early in the year, I give the older horses a big advantage just from maturity and, and a physical development standpoint. But yesterday, uh, the two three-year-olds ran second and third yeah. to the bit heavy favorite in there. So it shows that they're okay. It depends on the type of race. But in that grass one-mile race for Calbridge yesterday, the, the three-year-olds ran second and third and ran very well. But this is, to me, new, and it's just a sign of the times that, uh, uh, you know, we we're there, we have to do things to get races to fill and, and increase the field sizes, and this is one way to do it. And uh, don't they have that same type of a condition at Oaklawn Park that's even earlier in the year? Yeah, they tend to use it more for the Arkansas breads, uh, especially the maiden races. They do those three and up very early. Mm-hmm. Again, to get those races for the three-year-olds and, and increase the field sizes. Uh, certain uh, different races, but mostly maiden claiming and claiming races are three-year-olds and up. They still separate the allowance races down there, mainly for three-year-olds only, and then the older horses. But it won't be long before you see a lot of places three-year-olds and up around the country. All right, John, I, I want to ask you about the uh, third and uh, final stakes race on today before we get to your selection. That's the San Pasquale, a grade three at a mile and one-eighth. And this is, of course, uh, for the horses aspiring to the San Anita Handicap and, of course, the older division. And there are six in it. And uh, Mr. Baffert's got a couple in there in uh, Spielberg and Eight Rings, horses that we are familiar with. Uh, but law professors uh, at their five to two and express train, of course, a horse that we all know as well is the two to one favorite in this race. It looks like a pretty competitive six pack. Yeah, express train beat Hot Rod Charlie by a nose in the San Antonio opening day. We saw mm-hmm. Hot Rod Charlie come back yesterday in Dubai and win. 
So that obviously validates that effort. The only thing about Express Train, you look at his career, he's never won races back-to-back. So mm-hmm. if he wins today, that would be something new for him. I thought Law Professor was very game-winning, uh, beating a softer field last time. He's come back and, and worked well, worked with CeCe, who we talked about, who's in the Santa Monica today, and, and held his own with CeCe. Mm-hmm. And from the outside post, he'll be tracking uh, both American Theorem and eight rings of speed. I, I think Law Professor's got a chance to pull a mild upset today in the San Pasquale. All righty, and uh, so we went through the three stakes races. Now time for your selection, official selection on the show. Let's go to the fifth race today at Santa Anita. In the fifth race, number four, Lee Mubai flattened out a little bit late last time going a mile and eighth. I think it was just too far for him. He cuts back to a mile, which ought to be perfect. There's a lot of speed in this race, and I think he'll fall into a good trip from off the pace. Blinkers off will help him settle. Five to one on the morning line, number four, Lee Mubai, race number five at Santa Anita. All right, fifth race at Santa Anita, mile on the turf, number four, Lee Mubai, and Irish bred is uh, John Linda's play for the race day listeners, Vic Espinosa riding for uh, Richard Baltus at the morning line of five to one in the four, in the uh, in the fifth race again, number four, the anchor race in the early pick four and early pick five. The four horse, Lee Mubai, is John Lindo's play for the race day listeners. Don't forget, get John Lindo's full Lindo report today, giving you the selections in all the races at Santa Anita, plus a suggested late pick four and all the goody information at the bottom of that entire complete sheet available right now and free of charge at the South Point Racebook. I want to thank you a lot, uh, John, for being with us and spending a little time on a day when we are having some technical difficulties, at least with our information. Got to tell you one thing, though. Uh, the thing that surprised me yesterday was that Golden Hour Pick 4, last two races, San Anita, last two races at Golden Gate, they were not outlandish winners at all, and the thing paid over 324 bucks. Yeah, it was a good payoff, and I think last uh, Sunday the payoff was over $1,000. The 15% takeout makes a huge difference, and I think the $1 minimum, yep, Ralph, yep. it makes people cut back their tickets a little bit. Yeah. I think it's a great wager, and we're always looking for a way to get out if we've had a tough afternoon, and that's one way to do it. So you ought to take a look at that Golden Hour Pick 4. And among the four races, I think two of them were like a $5 payoffs. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there were there were a couple of logical horses in there. The horse we gave on the radio yesterday was one of the pick four yep, winners. So yep, yep, yep. You work around that, you come up with 324 bucks. you got seed money for Saturday. Well, I didn't work around that. I singled that, and I did hit it, so I'm happy with that. When I looked at uh, the final, before they put the final results up, I said, well, you know, if I can get 100 bucks for this ticket, I'm okay. I was extremely surprised, so I just want to put that out there. Thanks a lot, John. All right, good luck today. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz. Standing by, Jerry. Good morning. Boy, now that's a treat. Yeah, huh? That's a. That's a yeah. yeah. Oh, I should get a hundred. Oh, look at that! I'm getting three hundred. Yeah. So that means I could bet more on your picks today. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, betting my picks yesterday wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. It was. You're 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 knocking off the frost now. This is good stuff. You're happening here. Let's keep the mojo going. Before I get to your two selections today, a thought either about uh, the Withers at Aqueduct or the Holy Bull at Gulfstream. Well, I'm going to pass on the withers, but uh, the Holy Bull, if I can just move over, um, it's kind of an interesting race. And the horse that kind of, in fact, maybe I'll give it out as a play, okay? The, the, the horse that kind of attracts my eye the most is um, Tis the Bomb, the six horse. Uh-huh. Um, let me see, I'm doing this, I'm clicking wrong. Here we go. Uh, the six horse is really, you know, you might think is a turf horse. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kenneth McPeak, I mean, this horse ran fantastic at Ellis Park on the dirt, fantastic on the turf through the fall, comes back, and uh, he's putting him right on the dirt in a little stakes race, and I guess he's going to do a find out exactly how good this horse is on the uh, main track. And mm-hmm. uh, at 6-1, to one, I think it's really a great bet. So uh, I kind of like Tis the Bomb in the, uh, in the Holy Bull, and... Uh, you know, it's sort of a faith bet. It's you know, it's, but the speed figures on the turf numbers just way way over these horses. Wow. It's all a question as to whether he can transfer some of that talent to the main sure. track. And sure. I'm I'm happy to give him a shot. You know. All right. So, so I'll take the six. Are you, know? you gonna? Is, is this gonna be a play? Yeah, I'll give you. Be, I'll give you two plays at Gulfstream. All we right. Have Twelve races. Okay. The I'll six the, with the two, four, five, and nine. Obviously, do reverses. I'm gonna press up. Two six six two. The two horse uh, from um, Mo Donegal. Uh, Mo Donegal from Fletcher. Mm-hmm. 
again, has won the, won the Remsen, um, right. and uh, it's a nice horse, but hasn't run figures to compare with the six. But, you know, between December and now, there's a lot of growth and things are happening. So that'll be my play. All right, that's the 11th race uh, on a uh, 12-race card at uh, Gulfstream today, big day. The 11th race, the Holy Bowl. You like the 6 over 2, 4, 5, 9, and reverse. $2 ROI, 2 to win on 6. Yeah. Now give me the uh, play at Gulfstream. Yeah. Um, by the way, in the background, you heard my assistant, Smokey Bear. He, he, yeah, okay. he wanted me to fool with him a little bit. Okay, so let's go to the 7th race. We're on the turf. It's the Kitten's Joy, a mile and a 16th on the turf. And number six, look at that. I'm stuck with sixes again. Royal Spirit are five to one. Again, this is Pletcher, puts up Paco. And, uh, boy, ran really nice on January 2nd, first time over the uh, Gulfstream turf, off mm-hmm. freshening. Mm-hmm. And it really looked to me like he's going to just come back. That was, that was really nice, even 12. Looks to me like today he can really come back and run hard. And uh, so I like the sixth and the seventh race. The morning line is five to one. I doubt it. You know, yeah. it's probably two to one. But okay. I'll take the six over the one, four, seven, eight. Small reverses, but the six in race number seven. All right, seventh race. The six is the play, and uh, the link ups are one, four, seven, eight in reverse. Two dollar ROI. Two to win on the six in the seventh race. The kittens joy. Now we'll get to Santa Anita and wrap this up. Let's go to the uh, seventh race. Tough race here, but number three, Exaltation. Second off a layoff. Uh, went down the, the hillside turf, and I think he cupped really well first time off a layoff for Peter Erton. And um, maybe had a little bit of trouble getting loose and really kind of showing his best, but that might actually serve us very well today. Okay. And uh, now second off the layoff, I expect the horse to really run big. And um, I think he's really, and this is really a nice uh, turf yeah. sprinter, and he'll yeah. handle the downhill course. Okay. Mike Smith takes the irons, mm-hmm. he's in the irons today, and uh, that's certainly not a negative. So uh, we've got big money, Mike. I'll make a good win place bet here. In fact, most of my money will go into the win place on the threes. Okay. One. I, I'll use a big spread, two, five, six, nine, and ten in my spread. All right. In the, um, in the seventh race today at Santa Anita. The three is the key. Twelve to one on the morning line. Number three is your key. The two dollar ROI. Two to win on the three and the seven. The uh, the the uh, link ups are spread. Two, five, six, nine, and ten with the three and reverse. Two dollar ROI. Two to win on the three and the seventh at Santa Anita. Want to remind everybody today that the power pages for all of Santa Anita and all of Gulfstream Park. Two big, great racing days of uh, action today are available right now. Power pages at all the station casinos. Where today for ten thousand dollars the twin q features the seventh and ninth races at san anita want to thank everybody for you know trooping it through with us today one more thing to say jerry you're gonna say it have a great race day everybody